whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi, and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And joining us today is a, for a very special episode is a very special guest, Sean Quigley. Very special hello to you all. <laughs> and today we are doing kind of a bonus episode for the, I believe it's the Degrassi mini season four, episodes four through nine. The Curse of Degrassi. We're doing a Halloween special, y'all. Oh, let's, I mean, we should just dive in. <laughs> full disclosure, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> full disclosure, I left my notes at my apartment, but I watched it last night and it's so batshit and so vivid that I will not forget anything. I'm deeply troubled. I watched this like maybe a few months ago and I instantly told you guys about it. Like, this yeah. is the most bonkers thing on the fucking planet. So I'm really glad you finally saw it. Because, my lord, rewatching it, it really hit home how just objectively terrible it was. I'm, like, a little bit traumatized I'm by it. flabbergasted. <laughs> I am flabbergasted by and the entire situation that just happened. unsettled. And not because it was scary, but because it was, like, wildly insensitive. It was... <laughs> I just... I just... I don't... I just... Ah! What happened? Well, let's... It, it, I don't it know. It wasn't in the character of the show at all. No. Like, it bared no resemblance to the show. While, yes, also being incredibly insensitive towards a very serious subject tackled previously on the show. Yeah. With supernatural things like, going on. I, I just, I have so many feelings. I have so much to say. I also 100% read a Degrassi fan fiction on the end forums with the same premise of the ghost of... <laughs> A fallen student. Did, but it did not look like this. Did Degrassi just lift this from that fan fiction? Possibly. But it was definitely like probably more tied recently to when Time Stand Still came out. So like old people were like none of these yeah. new people were there yet. But it's entirely possible. I'll say as far as the writing was concerned, it had the uh, tone and the. Like the the uh, dialogue was very much that of a fan fiction. In that, yeah. I mean, it was yeah. pretty bad. And also, it was like bad writing. And lines I feel like, from just like other movies. And like everyone got worse at acting for just this episode. Yeah. What was that about? Except for I'm Holly thinking, J. I stand by Holly J's Holly acting. Holly J did a great job by like acting like a possessed person. Yeah. Which I'm oh glad you agree because that's all I was thinking the whole time. Was she was the only one who like showed up for work that day? Seriously? It seemed like everybody was called in when they didn't fucking want to show up, and they're just like, "Let's get this fucking stupid Halloween bullshit done with." But she was there. She was committed, and she like really sold it. She was great. I feel like Spinner did not want to. I feel like Shane Kipple did not want to do this. No. No. He definitely no, did I'm not want to do Which is very fair, because he's like, my character just went through this whole thing. I, like, 
the whole point of it is that I will never have closure because this is a real thing that happened. But sure, let's bring this fucking ghost plot into it. I don't know. Straight up supernatural closure. Like it was what? And it was like canon. It's canon. That's the craziest part of this whole thing. I just can I just read the damn summary already? Oh yeah. Yeah, read the summary. Just let's get on with it. All right. This is from the first part of the mini on youtube because the wiki doesn't have a succinct version uh on the eve of the harvest dance an eerie entity is tormenting holly J to get what it wants also they capitalized entity for no reason at all to show that it's important <laughs> i guess unless the entity is like god in the christian tradition you do not capitalize the entire word entity i don't know i just i don't know yeah um but yes so it starts off with a little creepy title card, and Holly J is running through the hallways in a very unflattering halter dress. Can we talk fashion police for one minute? I guess so. I didn't take a lot. It's not a great dress, but you know what? Weirdly, like it looks good when she's running, and then you see the front, and you're like, nope, nope, that's a mistake. That's a poor choice. She looks how little I know, because my only real fashion note is, Holly J's low-cut pink dress looks kind of good. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jane is back to, like, gothy form, though. Which I missed. She has um a for-real, like, choker happening. And some raccoon eyes. Yep. But the choker's, like, the lacy with, like, the little chains thing that you'd get, like, at a Halloween store. Like, they wouldn't even sell this at Hot Topic. Oh, I have a question about everybody seems to be in formal wear. Yeah. This is a Halloween party, if I'm not correct. This no, is a I Halloween dance. They're throwing a harvest dance? It's a harvest dance. It's not Halloween specific. It's a harvest dance. Also, it still sounds like you don't wear a suit to it. And plus, they're going to have a harvest king and queen, which is apparently a thing. Even in my limited knowledge about like dances, I'm still like, this isn't real. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of a... F- I've heard of harvest festivals. Yeah, but never a harvest dance. A dance that would happen around Halloween time would be homecoming anyway, at least in my dance experience, which like, I know is like well versed. And I know, but, you're such an invaluable resource when it comes to high school dances. <laughs> I've been to so many. Um, if you asked me when homecoming was, I'd be like, I don't know. Uh, it's by always prom. like in October. <laughs> Also, I went to the college that invented the tradition of homecoming, so I know my homecoming stuff, and it's always in October, usually. Of course. So, of course you did. I don't, so I don't know what the fuck this harvest dance would be. Uh, but, but of course it is set at a dance because Degrassi has a million of them. So I guess that at least bears some truth in the Degrassi universe. Formal wear is expensive. How are these kids affording this many dances? I don't know. They're like upper middle class. They can afford it, maybe. I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I guess it was right before the recession hit there. I don't know. Actually, I think it was. Actually, uh, so I think this episode came out during season eight. Yes, maybe. Yeah, I believe. I think so, because when I was watching the show in order to, you know, naturally keep up with you guys, <laughs> like this popped up at me. And I watched it. and I was like this doesn't fit in anywhere and i had no idea where it was supposed to go but it was during season eight and it was right before Allie went in the woods with johnny demarco gotcha 
Yeah, because Sav's hair is still long. Anya's hair is still dark. Jane's hair is still dark. Mia is there. Derek is there. Holly J is still mean. Yeah. Like, senselessly, yeah. needlessly mean. Yeah. And they Everyone all look- was mean this episode. That's true. <laughs> Um, but, Everyone was just mean to each other. Oh my god, it was it was weird. I don't have any other fashion notes though. Everyone's just wearing dance stuff. Um, Anya's wearing these chandelier earrings that are very of that time period formal wear style. Like she definitely bought them at a Claire's or an icing. Oh wait, I have one more. Sav is dressed like in an baggy eighties like business suit with the sleeves rolled up, kind of. It's a look. Know. I don't know what he's. It going sounds for. like to me. This is all the suits that I bought up until the time was you'd go to Salvation Army and find the cheapest suit you could possibly find, which would usually be some oversized suit from the 80s. That makes sense. Seems like a Sav move. Um, anyway. That's like the high school guy move. It's just to throw together something at Salvation Army and think you look okay. Totally. Um, but yeah, so Holly J is running through the hallway she ends up in a classroom and she's like, I have a weapon and I know how to use it. And she grabs a trombone. She's not very convincing about the weapon, but and she's very convincing as an actress who's afraid. She says, I'm Holly J freaking Sinclair and I will get evil on your ass at one point. Which is when I realized that we're probably like in this time period where she's still mean because then rick which god that feels fucking weird to say <laughs> it's just like he like makes some comment about like knowing who she is and she's gonna see what it's like to be him but like he has no beef with holly J. I i don't understand yeah i because we just because it's very quick that you know who it is you hear this ghostly voice and you're like oh it's fucking rick it's obviously what's he rick. doing back here what is happening? And yeah. I will say this. Trombone, good weapon. I was last trombone for a long time, and I hurt a lot of trumpets' butts by accident <laughs> going through the chairs while playing with trombone. You can really hurt somebody with one of those fucking things. Probably not the worst thing she could have grabbed. That's true. Um, but yeah, yeah, I heard the disembodied voice. I heard the disembodied voice. I wrote down, is this the ghost of Rick? And then he made his appearance. And then in all caps, I wrote, ah, it is. And then right after I wrote, this is very uncool. It's not great. And also, like, they definitely, they could only get him in for ADR. Because, like, he's just standing in the background of her in the only scene that we see him. And it's just, just like, the hair. Back of his head. To the point where I was like, is that Moose? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Moose standing in. was still impressed that they got him in for ADR stuff. Like they got the same actor who played Rick. I'm like, all right, good on you for, I guess, getting him to agree to do this. Sure, because that feels I doubt crazy. He was that busy. Oh well, no, but also like it's so weird. It's such a weird thing to be like, can you be on this mini episode? Yeah, <laughs> that like completely. Ricky, like, baby, we've got to have you back. You know, you were the best. <laughs> Oh, Dude, I don't you know. know. We're going to make it hot. Can you just come in and undo everything that your character did before for no discernible reason? Thanks. Oh, my God. Um, But then we're in the gym, and, like, Mia and Jane and Derek and Danny are all, like, setting up for the dance. I guess Sav and Anya are there, too. Yeah, Mia's holding Mia a million pumpkins. pumpkins. Yeah, for no reason. Um, Reminds me of my house right now. I think I've got 17 pumpkins at the moment. <laughs> Um, I have one mini pumpkin. Holland's house is very autumnal right now. She has I a flower arrangement. I have some boards, but they rotted, so I had to throw them out. But I do have some so very autumnal flowers happening right now. Um, but I don't, 
remember what happened, but I wrote down, but your ponytail is awesome, sweetie. Like, oh, so insult someone's ponytail. So they're complaining that yeah, Holly J disappeared. And then Derek, who, ew, Derek's back. I was very unhappy about that. Ugh. Actually, out of everything that's terrible about this episode, Derek was still my least favorite part. <laughs> um, so Derek is like, She's probably still at her. She's probably like, I think he says in the can, which is arguably my least favorite expression of anything. Um, basically, she's in the bathroom. He's like probably just fixing her ponytail. And so I was like, yeah, all she wears are ponytails. So dumb or something along the lines of that. And he's like, but not you on your ponytail's great. Your ponytail's the yeah. best. I live for your ponytail. And yeah, I have as a note. It is awesome, Sav. Anya's adorable and her show is her ponytail, you little fuck. It's what I wrote. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then they're all, yeah, they're just like, where the hell is Holly J? She's supposed to be here. We're setting up this whole dance. And Mia says, I'm going to raffle her ticket, which is okay, whatever. It's just really, this whole thing is, there's just bad lines for fucking days. And then. Going to raffle her ticket. Last minute planning, too. Yeah. This party is tonight, and there's, like, informal wear, and they don't even have the fucking pumpkins where they're supposed to go yet, and you're supposed to have a dance in, like, an Also, I know I'm jumping to the end, but when they, spoiler alert, cancel the dance, do they let anyone else know, or do they just leave and people show up to nothing? I don't know. Um, Like, you can't cancel a dance and say, like, sorry, haunting. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Actually, we just remembered that this was, like, the anniversary of a student's death, so maybe let's not do it today. But also, timeline-wise, did this did the shooting happen near Halloween time? I don't know if that is accurate. But I, I think might have I, just thrown that in there. But I truly do not remember. I don't remember, so I can't say. But it's, yeah, I don't know. Like... Just put a note on the door. Sorry, we stole the plot line from a Buffy episode and a Supernatural episode. And Carrie. And, and, Carrie and just a whole bunch of other well, things. I liked when when Rick is first like talking to Holly J, how much exposition she fills in. She's like, you're Rick, the student who was bullied and then, and then tried to shoot, then shot Jimmy Brooks. Then Sean shot you. I believe you briefly dated Terry. Like, she's like kept <laughs> expositioning the fuck out of it. Yeah. I know you were close with your mother. <laughs> Toby was your only friend. <laughs> that was reluctant. Emma went on a weird crusade against you that she had no business being a part of. You had a crush on her. It was weird. <laughs> um, yeah. Any like you wore a beret that one time. Oh my okay. god, never forget that shitty beret. You uh, think that you're a director, but you're not. Oh my god. You give bad direction. Your mom went to acting school, so you think you know everything. <laughs> You're mostly annoying, and then you get. Doesn't mean you know what. (laughs) Oh my god! You are mostly terrible all the time, and then you get like weirdly endearing towards the end, so that they can kill you off and make us sad. Yeah. All of these things will be on this note on the door, (laughs) and also all these things will be Holly J saying these things to them. We're just gonna have to. It'll just be. Uh, it's just you guys. It's it's just not good. Yeah. So Derek goes into the trying to include you, but then you push Terry over. She hit her head. <laughs> it was the whole thing. No one could accept you because you're weird as fuck. You probably needed therapy. You left roses on Terry's locker like a creep. Oh, that was weird. You called her milady. Oh my god, I just had like a visceral reaction. You just saying milady. <laughs> do you remember? Do you, do you remember that guy who messaged me on Tinder who said milady? I remember that. <laughs> I got a screenshot of it. I know. You oh, 
get all my screenshots. God, <laughs> one of the worst things that anybody could have said. I was like, to oh, Jesus, ever. unmatch, immediate unmatch. <laughs> unmatch for no reason. Did you say immediately? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, well, Rick did. I don't know if this Tinder oh. guy did, but Holland and me, our favorite thing to do is unmatch for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's usually a reason, but whatever. If you're doing it for no reason, if you just waited, you'd find you a reason, I'm there's sure. There's not an option to say unmatch because he said m'lady. Um, <laughs> but there should be. Unmatch because he said something weird about tights. <laughs> like, oh, God. Unmatch. Made a pun about my name. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I get a lot of that. I'm sure. Um <laughs> A lot of it is inappropriate. Anyway, Derek goes into the it. hallway. <laughs> um, and I guess, and he runs into Holly Jane. He's like, where have you been, princess or something? Yeah, I just, I hate every time he talks. But also, Holly J with the crazy hair looks very cool. I'm on board yeah. for that. So Holly J is possessed yeah. by Rick. And she's like, you're the princess. And Derek starts like saying, he, she like, gets really close to her face. Oh, yeah. being creepy. He, all right, so. Uh, no. He's being psychotic. He's being crazy. I don't remember what here's he said. So here's the thing. I have notes about two things. First of all, at first I was like, Holly J, like, that is not a good comeback. And then I remembered Rick never had a good comeback. <laughs> so that actually tracks character wise. Yeah. Um, but also, so Derek getting all in her face, I was like, ooh, first of all, it made me extremely uncomfortable and felt super like he was about to do something gross. But yeah. also he had like that total lack of boundaries like felt like he was about to assault someone's stuff with jane yeah when she was on the football team and he got like way up in her fucking business and you were like and he was like suddenly terrifying and not just a pain in the ass so this was like a lot of that yeah and he gets like close to her i always remembered him being more lame but not necessarily as like a mean boy and he was just like i don't know it was like a corporate takeover he's like i'm gonna tear you down from your ivory tower the little princess like he got like scary yeah and he has a weird voice put on and it's uh made me uncomfortable yeah and then her eyes turn like completely black like season two black eyed children story it is very black eyed children and it's also very all, every demon in supernatural and they even have the cool sound effect that they use so they like lifted that that like eyes turning black sound effect it's like a weird crinkling paper thing i don't know and then do we see her like attack him i don't remember what happens she well, uses super strength at some point which rick never had so i don't know well it's different with ghosts <laughs> that's true it's, it's different always with different ghosts. with ghosts <laughs> <laughs> well no that's the whole thing it's like like you come back from the afterlife and they have stuff like super strength and hashtag maybe it's different. Ghost edition. There is so much energy to do something like turn on a light or move, you know, a cup across the table. This was like a demonic entity. This is like poltergeist well, activity. No. Well, that's the thing. The, there's possession. also a there's also a difference between just like your regular. Sorry, guys. Just like your regular run of the mill yeah, ghost and that. like a poltergeist. Like poltergeists are aggressive. Poltergeist. You guys might might or an elemental. Yeah, you guys, my Twitter bio is is literally just believes in ghosts. <laughs> like, lest <laughs> we fucking forget. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, it's different. I don't know. If it's a poltergeist, which I'm assuming he is because he's like a vengeful spirit, then they usually have like aggression and the ability to do shit. And they're not just like sad whiners. And they do, and poltergeists 
you gain most strength around like young girls ages like 12 to 15. So it does make sense that he's using Holly J as a conduit for his poltergeist activity. <laughs> yeah. Plus there's the whole poetry of now she's the mean girl bully and he can like take over her and now she'll feel empathy. I don't know. It's a whole Listen thing. to our soon coming paranormal podcast. We're gonna <laughs> Listen, you know, I would start one in a minute if there weren't already oh, so many sense. good ones. <laughs> oh my God, Sean, can we have a paranormal podcast? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it once we finish our Pretty Little Liars podcast. We yeah. about. I forgot. I want to be on that. I forgot we were gonna do that. We can definitely do that. But we should also have one, and you can. Yeah, just... I also forgot I was watching that show and stopped around season four. <laughs> That's what I also did because it got real boring. But perfect. You can, at the beginning of our paranormal podcast, you can do your lore impression every time. Oh, that's right, my world famous lore impression. <laughs> My Aaron Mankey impression is one of my like few skills. <laughs> Sean has occasionally just sent me audio files via text of him doing impressions of Aaron Mankey from lore. <laughs> I feel like you two should just have a paranormal podcast where you just watch the one-off paranormal episodes of TV shows, like not based on anything paranormal. That's a genius idea and honestly would do that. Uh, You heard it here first, people. (laughs) Sean and Kelsey's Paranormal Podcast, name TBD, coming at ya. (laughs) Um, All right. October 2018. (laughs) <laughs> we'll see if that happens. Yeah. Um, no, don't worry. Anyway, I'm going to try to get us back on track. Um, Good luck. We're back in the gym, and someone is insulting Sav and Anya by saying, I should get you my girlfriend is so annoying stickers. But oh, I that was Danny. Don't remember who said it. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, because everybody's okay. being so mean to each other. Oh, yeah. yeah and everyone's still mean. all salty about Mia. He's yeah. like, I, I don't remember what he says, but he's like, oh, I could have had somebody or I'm still getting over. Or, well, no, I don't know. That's what this was. So Anya is like, where's Sav? And then Danny is like, oh, probably went out to go get uh, his uh, harvest festival dance present for you which that's a thing and then she's like he got me a present he's like yeah they're my girlfriend is so annoying stickers and i'm like cool burn danny you did a great fucking job (laughs) but like fucking and then anya like gives him a look and runs off because she's very dramatic and then i guess i think it was it was either jane i think it was jane who was like why do you have to be mean to her or whatever and he basically says something about like well i'm still getting over my heart recently being broken which like you guys dated for 45 minutes seconds just calm like come on you're gonna say that out loud kind of lame <laughs> right yeah, who know. admits to that kind of vulnerability that's what i want to know guys you like sorry i'm heartbroken over here deal with it but yeah tough guy so right. i just had my heart ripped out like literally literally cannot imagine a world in which i am that vulnerable in front of any human i just can't imagine yeah. anybody actually <laughs> saying those words in front of the person who like made them feel that way 
I don't know. Except I would believe Mia saying that, but I don't I don't fucking know. I don't know. Mia has one good line in this entire episode. And it's then not for a little bit. Spinner calls Jane or Jane does Jane call Spinner? Spinner calls Jane and like pretends to crank call her and says like gross stuff about he's gonna come up behind her and kiss her neck and talk to her and speak Swedish or something. I don't yeah. really know. Swedish? I think that was Not just the to sexy Swedish? language. I think it was just to make it funny so that she'd know it was a prank call and it wasn't like someone actually trying but, to make uh, moves. I don't but know. I think, oh, this is when Jane still loved Spinner. That's nice. <laughs> oh. Um, but then, oh, and she's like, are you coming to the harvest dance? And he's like, oh, actually, you know, I, I was feel, I'm feeling kind of weird. I don't know if I'm up to it. Because you know it's been three years since this horrible thing happened and I don't feel like it. And she's like, uh, come on, why don't you come? I'm like, why is Jane being a fucking dick about this? Right? So She did the same thing when he had cancer, though. It's like, I know you have cancer, but let's party. Like, Jane, partying's not the answer. Be understanding that just because he's a man doesn't mean he doesn't have needs and emotions sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Fucking also, Jane. why is her answer always to party? I don't fucking yeah, know. Yeah, she just minimizes Spin's legitimate problems and wants to party, and I'm sick of it. Always. And I'm just, but it just seemed crazy that she would not be understanding of this, but I guess now that you mentioned the cancer thing, maybe that tracks. But I'm like, he, she's like, it's been three years, get over it. Like, are you, are you fucking <laughs> yeah, crazy? Yeah, I'm like, it's only been three years. What are you talking about? And then she hangs up, and then she and Mia are like, oh, boy problems, oh. And I was like, this is not a boy problem. This is your boyfriend went through a deeply traumatic event th- only three years ago and doesn't feel like going to a high school dance with you right now at the anniversary yeah. frankly your boyfriend's in college this is an your- assault and homicide problem yeah <laughs> also frankly boy problems. your boyfriend is like what 20 you're lucky that he agrees to go to your high school dances at all like that's Seriously. fucking weird I, I feel like he's starting to get too never. old to go to those. He's definitely too old to go to like, those. legally by the school's rules or something. I mean, I don't know. It depends on the school. We talked about this. My prom date was like 22. Yeah. I think my high school had a cutoff at like 20. Actually, no. He wasn't that old. My prom date was like maybe 20, 21. I don't remember. I feel Who like remembers? we had a cutoff before 21, so we didn't have older dates bringing alcohol. I mean, people would get alcohol anyway, but like theoretically that was probably the idea. I don't know. Anyway, we've probably we've talked about dances and dance rules and all of that shit so much. We should probably move on. <laughs> um, it's a theme of our podcast. If Degrassi had less dances, we wouldn't talk about it as much. But- Johnny DeMarco and Moose are in like the rafters above the stage with pig's blood trying to pull a carry I guess they want to like dump it on the harvest king and queen at the dance so just like straight up pulling a carry without like being mean to the underdog I guess and Moose yeah I suppose haha you're awesome I love you man and then Johnny DeMarco gets weird and he's like not like that. Not like in a sexy way. In like a brother way. And it's like really weird, but I kind of like it. I loved it. I was, I first of all. Uh, it was pretty cheap. I loved it. First of all, I love that he loves him. Um, I think that maybe it is in a sexy way. Second of all. Just because you do also. <laughs> I've gotten over that since. Um, since he cut his hair. Since he cut his hair and ruined and became my a life. Dick. He, was, he was a dick. He was and always also, a dick. He but... was, I know, but he became more of a dick and also he cut his hair. So all of that dirtbag charm just 
ran right out the goddamn door. What's um, next? He's gonna get a job. Like, no. it. you know that's not my type. Um, but then Elsie's <laughs> type is Matthew Lillard. We've talked about my this. type is Matthew Lillard slash Ski Ulrich. It's confusing. Ski Ulrich, I understand. I don't get Matthew better than Lillard. Kid Ulrich. <laughs> I mean, if it's a if they're a bad guy in Scream, they're probably my type. Let's just leave it there. Um, <laughs> Matthew Lillard has so much gums. His voice is so high. I don't. Okay. I know the Matthew Lillard thing can be. <laughs> you like, spit when you cry is but I also love that like Pong. not the weird like I still am I can understand that more than Johnny DeMarco Johnny Eddie, DeMarco I told you Johnny DeMarco is just like left Jay. It's, it's just leftover Jason Mewes yeah. feelings um, <laughs> anyway someone oh wait Oh yeah, Spinner oh, but- like walks up to school and is talking to himself. He's like, "I need to be a super coolio boyfriend. I'm gonna do." Th-. Well, no, oh, wait, no, no, this is before this. This is before this. So he's talking to himself in the dot. He's talking to himself in the dot for sure. And he's and he keeps calling Jane baby out loud by himself to himself, <laughs> and it makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm like, like while he's texting her, make me as comfortable like, as him baby. using the term super coolio boyfriend. <laughs> I was fine with super coolio boyfriend, honestly. <laughs> I was like, whatever, you're doing your best. And then he starts getting fucking ghost texts from Rick, which is traumatizing and it's not cool. Crazy. It's not cool at all. Also, did Rick know how to text? Was that when did Rick die? Like 2005. I, I would say after the advent of text. Yeah, he's a tech savvy no. guy, so you think he picked up Rick? I just, I, like, in the world of Degrassi, people weren't really texting then. Yeah, but like, it was, Spin doesn't it was know who within... he thinks he's texting Jane, and he answers as if he's talking to Jane. Like, yeah. how do you not know who the fuck you're texting? Well, that's the thing. Also, it said number blocked. My note was, which I left at home, but I remember writing, why does Spinner assume that a blocked number is Jane? Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's confusing. Um, so he, first of all, he calls Rick baby, which I'm sure <laughs> was really a, a, an adventure for both of them. And then Rick is like, remember when you threw me in the dumpster? Yeah. And he's like, who is this? This isn't funny. And I don't, I don't know. They talk, Cole. they exchange words. Rick acts more like he's Rick and Spinner is very offended and well, confused. Rick, either Rick calls him or he calls Rick. I can't remember, but I think oh, yeah. I think Rick calls him and it's Holly J, but it's before Holly J worked at the dot, so he didn't know it was like Holly J with like, a weird voice. This? Yeah. Okay, that's why I was confused. Just like clearly this is HJ. Yeah, like, but, but she wasn't working at the dot <laughs> yet cuz she was still mean. So he like didn't know her voice because he didn't know who this person was, but also she had like a weird voice on. And then her voice turned into Rick, which Frankly, I found to be kind of chilling. I was like, nope, nope, hate it, hate it. Okay, me too. That actually I... sincerely scared me. I wrote that down. It freaked me the fuck out. Yeah, did not like yeah. it. Yeah, like, oh my god. When I was bought back when Spinner said, listen to me, you piece of crap. I found that kind of, that kind of took me out of it. Well, yeah. Yeah. But then Spinner's like, holy fucking shit, did I just hear Rick's voice on the... Like, this is not cool. No, this is traumatizing for everyone. Ugh. This is crazy. And, yeah, and then I guess this propels Spinner to, like, go to the school. You know what this reminds me of, this entire episode? Do you remember in Boy Meets World when they had, like, that yeah. weird, surreal Halloween episode? Mm-hmm. Um, You mean Absolutely. the best episode of Boy Meets oh, World? Oh, no, it is for sure the best episode and my favorite episode of Boy Meets World, maybe ever. It's amazing. I also but know it's, it's, like, it's a great, oh, I know it's exactly the entire cast's, like, favorite episode yeah, that it's, they filmed. 
incredible. It's so fucking good. It's but so the whole time best. I was watching this, I was like, this is weird in that specific way where it's like all these things are happening that are technically canon, but aren't really canon and are Halloweeny. Mm-hmm. And I'm confused by everything. But also, but I mean, obviously, the Boy Meets World Halloween episode is far superior. Oh, yeah. But that's what it reminded me oh, of. Just in this God. like weird, less it was like weird and surreal and like didn't have any ultimate consequences. But also everyone died. Very confusing. Yeah. Yeah. And like, well, I mean, we can just be honest here. I mean, Boy Meets World's just far superior show you always know Cross, he was this honest. tall <laughs> when he was going with the pencil <laughs> i need to watch that episode it's such a good it's episode so good you guys filling the void podcast network has a boy meets world oh, yeah. podcast boy meets retrocast retrocast yeah so nice yeah. plug check thanks. it out thanks Cross here to support my team um anyway Sav and Anya, are, are they in a closet? Where the fuck are they? I don't know. Sav tries to scare Anya, and she's not scared at all because he has, like, a mask on, and they start making out, which I hated. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> love her, like, it felt out of character for her to go sit down and be like, do you want to make out? And he, like, came over, and they, it was it was super weird. Yeah. So they go make out, and they're making out. And then Holly J just like appears creepily in the <laughs> she's background. She's like standing in the corner and they're like, Ugh, what are you doing here? And then she's like, she says something gross to Anya that's like, I always hated naughty girls like you or like oh, something yeah. gross like that. That made me extremely uncomfortable. I was like, oh, I yeah. hate this. Oh, I hate this. And then they're like, what are you doing? And they think she maybe like exhibits some kind of power. And she's like, you're at a disadvantage. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Best writing she, in the episode. You know what? She strangles well, him. She oh. Makes their mouths disappear like fucking like that scene in Eternal Sunshine right. of the Spotless Fucking Mind. Their faces like disappear and they have no mouths, and I guess they die. Well, she definitely yeah. does that to Anya. I think she just strangles. No, she does Seth. it to both of them. She does it to both of yeah. them. And oh, really yeah, and it's really they like bad collapse effects. with no mouths. Yeah, it's just, like, I, I, their mouths are all blurred. Out. I just remember Anya. It was not. It was so weird. It was just so weird. <laughs> just, I just, I don't know. But I yeah, did she, like disadvantage. Yeah, that was pretty good. And um, then she says to Anya, you're prettier without a face or something. I don't know. It was. I was like, what is happening? And then we're back in the gym. Oh. And does. Uh, oh, and then Holly J walks in and then they're like, oh, what are you doing? And then uh, Mia quotes Heather's and is like, what's your damage? And then she fucking goes up on the stage and starts replaying the quiz show thing. Yeah. Well, which is chilling as fuck. Oh, I just got chills thinking about it okay so what happens is so she walks in and then she's like i know this stage i know where i am i'm like rick you fucking know where you are you're in the school whatever so then she goes on the stage and she starts like describing the thing and danny's like oh that like show that nerds do and she's like not nerds smart people and we're like eh, same best the best. <laughs> she's like she's like the elite and i'm like and then she's i like, don't know ding! And then, like, starts, like, <laughs> literally, like, replaying every question it and answer. It was chilling. It honestly, like, <laughs> it, like, destroyed Holly my... Holly J was great this episode. Holly J was, she was goddamn incredible. She was amazing. She did a great... Black-eyed Holly J. Black-eyed Holly J, love it. Like, she did, like, a great possession thing. She yeah. did a great Rick impression, but, like, twisted Rick impression. Like, awesome. 
Holly J just full marks for Holly J. She was awesome. While she's doing this, Danny is like putting the pieces together. Yeah. Well, at first, Jane is like, Jane kind of notices at first. She doesn't know what's happening, but she's like, no, Holly J would never look like this. Like her hair's crazy and she looks like weird. Like this is like this is different. This isn't regular Holly J. Because Mia immediately like jumps in for the attack and Jane's like, whoa, chill. Something's wrong. And then Danny's like, oh, fuck. He's like, this is like, I, cause I, I forgot that he was like, he was a, probably there. He was there. He was a baby. He was yeah. a baby, but yeah, he was I there. How long he's been around? He's been around for a long ass time. So he's, he was yeah. there during the thing, like, so he like knew everything that happened. So that was like chilling to me. And then, while she's on the stage, uh, Johnny DeMarco and Moose are like, "Ooh, well, like we can't pass up this opportunity. Let's pour the blood on her." And then they go to pour the blood, and then she's like, "Not again!" And like. He causes the blood to like heavy float telekinesis above her yeah. via telekinesis, and I just wrote this is horrifying. And, and then she shoots all the blood also- at Mia and Jane and Danny. <laughs> just this all isn't Degrassi. This is it's bananas. This whole thing <laughs> is fucking crazy town. And then one of and the more maybe most problematic thing that happens in this episode happens. Oh my god. The one person who gets hanged in midair is Danny, which I was deeply uncomfortable oh, with. You no, know, I didn't put that together, but I can understand why that's some negative imagery. Questionable choice, Degrassi. Yeah. But Danny gets... But you know what? They probably didn't even think of it that way. Let's not, I'm sure, you know. But it's like, <laughs> it's I'm still just like, like, not great. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. But it's it's definitely, like, fucking unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, and also, DeMarco and Moose should have passed up that up that opportunity. Who plans an elaborate prank and then does it before the fucking dance starts? No one could even see. There's, like, yeah. seven people. But, like, what were they... Also, what were they going to do? Were they going to hang out, like, on that catwalk all night just waiting? Because they got there so early. They were just sitting up there. Were they just going to, like, hang out and talk? Like... That sounds good. They do love each other. They after do all. love each other, but not in a sexy way. And then she like goes up to the catwalk and is like, "You're bullies. I know you." Blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Oh no, are Moose and Johnny like our new Spinner and Jay?" That's unfortunate. Um, yeah, they are. That is that's a real bummer because they just do not compare. And then she like dumps them off the catwalk. So I guess they're dead now too. They're dead too. Then we're in like a classroom or closet me and jane are hiding somewhere and mia's like i just want my baby and then because that's all always that's just mia's entire jane brand and mia use this yeah. moment to like reconnect and like yeah. let bygones be bygones can we talk about this for a second because like so mia's like i've really missed you as my friend and they have this touching moment and then mia's like I have a confession to make. Yeah. Isabella was conceived on your bed, which like, first of all, weird moment to choose to do this. Maybe you need to crowbar like a little bit of like humor in there yeah. somewhere. And then we're all so scared. Yeah. And then Jane's like, ew. And like Mia's like, well, his room was messy and it smelled like cheese. Yeah. And it was like, I was like, really guys, come on. <laughs> like, yeah. And then Holly <laughs> J like pops through the books and like gets all grabby. And then they're like, Ugh! and she's like, no, it's me. Uh, I don't, it's not, I'm not possessed anymore. And then she's like, it's the glasses. I found these glasses in my locker. I mean, 
first of all, like how okay. how are these glasses still there? I know. I'm like, does she have Rick's old locker? That's also kind of creepy. Because even if she does have Rick's old locker, which like Holly J would have Rick's old locker, but, but even they would have cleaned that out. They would have cleaned it out. There wouldn't be glasses in there. Also, if they were like the glasses with the paint on them from that day, he wore those. He dyed in those glasses. No, I think he took them off. Did he? Yeah. Uh, the I scariest think... thing was the split screen editing that they did of her finding the glasses. Oh my God. That was yeah. totally unnecessary. Just a goddamn nightmare. And then like, they, it was done like... in window. This whole thing reeked of Windows Movie Maker. <laughs> and then... It was of really low production quality, <laughs> except for that blood special effects. That was pretty Yeah, well, great. they spent all that's their money all, on That's where all effects. the budget went. <laughs> all towards the yeah. blood and Holly J's eyes turning color. Yeah. <laughs> um, And then I think they're like, wait, where is these people and they go i don't know they ask about everyone she's and super flippant about saying that everybody's dead yeah she's everybody's like, oh my dead God, they fell off the catwalk and they're like were they smooshed and she was like pancakes yeah everyone's <laughs> like real cool but i think jane says something along the lines of like well i'll forgive you those and i'm like are we just like deciding <laughs> who death. gets to live and who gets to die are we playing god with children's lives right now like i get that that's maybe supposed to be a joke but i'm like you guys what is happening? These are deaths. Yeah. These are literal murders by um, a ghost. Ghostly murders. Then we see Spinner walking up What's to the school, happening? just talking to himself. Full on. And... Come and, and then, save the day. And then, like, the doors are open, and there's... It's like lightning effects with fog, and he's like, well, guess I'm gonna go to the school and see what's happening. Because it is ominous as fuck. Yeah. And then... <laughs> Um, somebody, does she call it, Mia a whore? I don't. She calls Mia a whore. She yeah. does. She's straight up a whore. Oh, yeah, because Jane is possessed now? Yeah. All Jane right, so, so, well, the thing oh, is, no, they... Holly J calls Mia a whore. Yeah. Yeah. So they're they... like, yeah, yeah. They're like, we need to get the glasses. So they go up to the catwalk to find the glasses, and Holly J's back in her form, calling Mia, Mama Mia, and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, and they find and the glasses. Calls and... Her. Yeah. Well, she definitely calls her a whore, and like Mia calls her a bitch. It's a whole thing. But they're like, Jane, don't pick up the glasses with your bare hands. And she's like, just for a second to take them outside. Do you think that there's like a time lapse on when he possesses your body? <laughs> Can you, why can't, yeah, it's not like Lyme's disease. You need to hold the glasses for a certain amount of time for it to enter your bloodstream. Exactly. It's fucking possession. Just, and like, pick it up with like cloth. Half of these people are wearing long dresses. Use the bottom of your dress. You don't yeah. have to use your bare hands. I don't know if that works, but at least use some sort of precaution. I don't know. Use Johnny DeMarco's fucking little cap. He doesn't need it anymore. No, yeah, just R.I.P. R.I.P. Well, he'll be buried in that. <laughs> he will absolutely be buried. He better. Have you seen that hair? Um. So, yeah. So they're fighting, and and then Jane is suddenly possessed, and she turns around and yells at them for fighting, which like doesn't feel like a thing that Rick would care about. Yeah, I don't know. Like, some of these things are, like, the bully stuff. Sorry. Just, I have so many opinions. Like, the bully stuff and the Holly J stuff, that makes sense to me. The Anya and Sav making out makes no sense to me. Yeah, no. The Holly J and Mia fighting makes no sense to me. Like, only some of these things are, like, in character with Rick. But also, like, in possessions and, like, poltergeist ghosty activity, a lot of things get sort of, like, twisted and morphed to just sort of fit the narrative so that the ghost yeah. can like enact like their revenge and like move to the other side i don't know 
I don't know, you guys. I don't know. Just wait, October 2018, guys. It's it also <laughs> could just be like his lack of respect for women getting amplified. That's so they're true. just like bickering, and he's like, I can't handle it. I'm going to push you off this catwalk. Bitches, man. Yeah. Jane's not as scary, though, as possessed. Well, like, Holly J was scary because Jane wasn't too scary. Yeah, I, th- I think it was, like, the juxtaposition of, like, Holly J being, like, the preppy girl versus Jane, who's already, like, trying to be gothy. Like, she just looks like she's going through a Marilyn Manson phase, whereas Holly J looks like she's going through an event. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, but then Spinner arrives to save the day, I guess, and he starts talking to possessed jane to rick and he's i guess he's finally getting to say he's sorry and he's like like i know what i did this is something i'll have to live with with the rest of my life please don't do this and he's like oh you don't realize you're dead do you or i don't i don't know rick's well, like, no, i'm dead had- and aren't i and like, yeah um yeah you'd have to realize you're dead if you're possessing people like, I, it is a lot of things that just don't fucking jive like, with me. So has he been haunting the school this whole time? I don't understand. Maybe he only comes back on the anniversary of his death. That Maybe. sounds like uh, would fit the narrative. When someone finds his glasses that shouldn't be there. Yeah. I don't know. Because nobody, nobody cleaned out the locker of the kid who was involved in the fucking murder who died and tried oh to kill God. somebody. It's a goddamn nightmare. No, no. This whole thing. And, and I was like, I guess he finds like peace or closure. Yeah. Or I mean, it's like, I don't know. And like, it's, I, I just, I have so many. They're like, it's like, the conversation that they're having is like this nice, like, it, it's not nice, but it's like, it's this closure <laughs> that they should both want to have and like, I get that. And it could be a nice thing. Cause Rick is like, I'm really sorry about Jimmy. Yeah. And I'm like, and that I was like, Oh my heart. Like, cause he feels bad about Jimmy and it's like a whole thing. But also this is fucking crazy town. I didn't like it. <laughs> I did not <laughs> care for it. I was just like, it made it's me. It's not the way to tie up loose ends with like the yeah, Rick no. closure. Like, thing. And it's like Spinner has already <laughs> been on his like redemption arc that has been pretty fucking realistic so he far. Doesn't, he doesn't, he need, doesn't weird... need this. No. We don't need this kind of closure to be like, and we're going to button it up because then now Rick is going to say it's okay. Also, it's like, I'm not going to be skeptical that this couldn't happen in the real world. I would never because thank as you. you know, I, but hashtag believes in ghosts. Fit. Believes in ghosts. It's just it's not the fucking show. It's not the crossing. I'm it's sorry. not it's not the show at it's all. It's a show about ghosts. It's not the show at all. And you know what? They're trying to take yeah, Spinner they're... comes in like he's fucking oh. Zach Bagans. Oh my god. So like and also, can we talk about the fact that they're putting this like really heavy shit in like a lighthearted Halloween Degrassi mini? Yeah. It's like <laughs> I feel like it somewhat cheapens, like, the really good work that they did with this storyline to begin with. It was so good. But now it's going to come back as a ghost. And it's like, what? No, what? It was so good before. (laughs) And now it's crazy. So anyway, this whole thing happens. And then they all, like, suddenly poof. And they're in the gym. And nobody remembers what happens. I guess. And Spinner's like, how did I even get here? And then they're like, but, oh, the dance. And then Holly J's like, the dance is canceled. A student named Rick Murray died on this date three years ago. It would be disrespectful to have this dance. And I was like, 
So wait, does she I'm remember? Sure. Well, she remembers because then she still has the glasses yeah. in her hand, walks back to her oh. locker, puts the glasses in the locker, and a hand reaches out and grabs the glasses. And that is the only time in this episode that I actually jumped because I was not expecting it at yeah. all. Yeah, and then and it, they also play the like the loud like music that like, they play nah. whenever something pops out yeah. in a movie, you know. And then there was like an earthquake or something. Like things just start shaking, and it just kind of ended. Yeah. Yeah. And, but so not without a ska cover of the fucking Partridge family. I think I love you, so what am I afraid of? Oh my god. I, I don't, don't think I got I that. I don't think I got that either. What? Holy shit. Yeah, Can the you show send it ends with like freeze frames of everybody. Yes, I will. Wait, no, it, the show wait, ends with... does it? Oh my god. Yeah, there's freeze frames we of everybody. Have watched and different and the endings. Name. Oh, I did not see that. Oh my god, did you get an either. alternative ending? Maybe. Well, I mean, I just didn't. We just didn't get the Partridge Family shit. I didn't get the Partridge Family thing. <laughs> it's like the end of a um, any really bad movie where it's just like stills of people's faces and their name under it, while a ska cover of "I Think I Love You." So, what am I afraid of? Is playing. Oh, who does a ska cover of it's David just... Cassidy? Who does a ska cover of? Anything? I don't. I'm gonna go with like. I don't Real know. It's probably like me first and the Gimme Gimmies or something. Ferris. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just naming ska bands at Holland who have done covers. <laughs> <laughs> Every ska band has All done a lot them. of covers. Well, There's one thing like, I've learned. Why? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Nobody. Uh, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm going to send you over this once we're done, <laughs> and do. it'll make you vomit. Can we pause and just watch it? Yeah, I'm gonna pause it so we can watch it. <laughs> Okay, so Sean watched a different ending than we did. Sean, you missed the the actual closure ending where they cancel the dance, I'm assuming. And then uh, yeah, Holly J ended puts with the earthquake. <laughs> okay. So Sean, you missed the fact that they canceled the dance and that Holly J knew all along but and everyone else's memories was wiped and then she gave the glasses back to Rick in her locker. Jump scare. <laughs> and then like the logo for CTV. What Sean got the ending of was the earthquake. And then it abruptly ends and there's a ska cover of David Cassidy's I Think I Love You, popularly known from the Partridge family, over just each character with like a name. Slow motion. In slow motion. With like their name with like, was there maybe like a little like a flame? There were no flames. No, it was it was just there, but they definitely put like some sort of filter over it to make it spookier. Yeah. But like, also a lot of the names are spelled wrong. Oh, uh, they spelled Charlotte like crazy. <laughs> they wrote they wrote like chat roulette. Like it was it was borderline just chat roulette. So I'm just like, also I did not know that the guy who played Moose's name was Natty. Confusing. I just also, but it the song well choice, the song choice is the most confusing thing to me of all time because what does that have to do with anything? Thing, and why so and how come and and why just why <laughs> i'm glad because <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know what to say about sean that it was, just, it was what it was <laughs> sean watched the weird fan edit of the curse of degrassi <laughs> yeah which honestly i'm like oh kind of stoked on that knowing that it wasn't actually their production team who made that decision and it was just some like fucking asshole canadian kid <laughs> who, who loves ska covers uh, of, of non-context relevant songs. Uh, just 
Just the context is so confusing. <laughs> like, I guess you're afraid when it's things are haunted. I think that's the only way. But it doesn't have it. to do with love. I don't. Okay, I don't know. Well, no, Bruce no. loves Johnny DeMarco. That's I about as I love you. It's about as far as we get, really. I don't know, man. All so, right. what are you afraid of? You're afraid of Rick. <laughs> Apparently, you smooshed like Just a pancake. Logic jumping all over the place. <laughs> you guys. I mean, honestly, the fact that this episode was so crazy that you watched the ending and you were like, sure. I feel like says a lot. <laughs> like, it was so bad that I figured it made sense because it kept in no line. <laughs> It was like it ends with Spinner like clutching Jane. He's like, I thought that we were cool, man. And then it ends. And then I think I love you. (laughs) Yeah, in my version, everyone dies. (laughs) In the best version. All right. Oh my god. Should we do our normal? We need to find whoever made that edit. Please reach out. Um, their name is the they movie croc on YouTube. It, it stands to reason that Com- if there's comments fans of, that wait, they would hold make on. they might listen. <laughs> wait, wait. The description says I own nothing in all caps and then comment about my new ending and custom credits. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think we commented on them. Well, one person wrote, what the fuck, why did it end that way? (laughs) So a lot of people were also tricked like Sean, despite the disclaimer. And then wait, the ending is cut off, why? This episode didn't end like that. Rick turned everything back to normal before he killed everyone. Custom ending. I just, I literally have, I I cried a little bit. I just, I just like, no, wept. I, I think I need a cigarette. <laughs> I just openly wept. So, I mean. Oh my God. Oh my God. This is hilarious. <laughs> now we're just reading the comments. <laughs> I like Degrassi so much. Nice vid. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> oh. I don't. I okay. just. Should I just, we do. I just wept. Spirit Squad Captain and shit. Oh my God. Spirit Squad Captain is Rick because he's a literal spirit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like weirdly so proud of that. You're like beaming. <laughs> you like, you like gussied up to the mic. You're like, oh, wait, I know. <laughs> Moral. Um, do we have a ship? Ship. Moose and Cook and Johnny Moose DeMarco. And Johnny yes. Marco, yeah. Perfect. Um, moral. Don't bully don't people because they might. Don't haunt your school. <laughs> or don't bully people because they might come be back and haunt you. <laughs> be a Casper, man. Just be a Casper. Yeah. Oh my God! Jesus Christ! Yeah, in life and in the afterlife. <laughs> Just always be a Casper. <laughs> <laughs> I had such, when I was a little kid, I had such a crush on the the like human version of Casper. Yeah, at the end because of the movie. it's Devin Sawa. Really? Yeah. It was yeah. De- someone who's acted alongside fucking uh, what's his name, um, <laughs> Matthew Willard. <laughs> <laughs> they were together. As a- <laughs> I mean. 
You guys, it all comes full circle for me. <laughs> I understand. I watched. I watched Casper and Dogma recently, and I my lo- girlfriend I, I also has a crush on Casper and Jason Mewes. Oh my god, <laughs> we're kindred. I love it. Those, I just, uh, so. what is it with Jason Mewes? I don't know, man. I don't, don't, ask I don't know me. either. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just, I don't know. Well, we don't have Grapevine because this is a special episode. This um, is beyond, this is past Grapevine. I don't know. <laughs> Sean, where can the people find you? Well, do you have any final oh, notes? Oh, I know I we've been doing so. this for an hour, but I still feel not finished. Do you have anything I don't know. Else? I feel like no I feel like no ending can give it justice. It's just, you know, hey. You Wait. know what moral of the episode should be? Don't make fan edits. <laughs> don't even bother. <laughs> <laughs> then we did another smash up job, guys. Oh my god. This episode was so weird and unsettling and very problematic, and I didn't like the premise. Although I did read a fan fiction with a similar premise that where Rick's ghost was like oh, I think we did it haunting the people. I think it was like haunting Emma and she was like driving around in a car and like didn't know what to do. And she like roped Sean into it. And it was like one of those fan fictions like on the end forums that like updated every so often. And I think the writer just stopped writing it at one point. And I was like, why didn't you finish this? So many of my... the same person who did the edit. (laughs) (laughs) They were too busy working on that sweet, sweet mashup. (laughs) That's their style. They just end things quick. (laughs) They just cut it off right away. With the weird earthquake. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, all right. Sean, where can all the right. good people find you? Dinner. <laughs> where can you people can find, find you? <laughs> you can find me. Um, I don't know. You can find me on the web. Uh, on Instagram. <laughs> the net? <laughs> at Sean P. Quigley. Find my podcast at Hot Scrolling Class. Um, yeah, that works. You can find me those places. <laughs> Um, you can find me on Long Island. I'm around. <laughs> He's just in creepy abandoned houses, sending me the Snapchats of my nightmares. Um, it's my life. Just sitting in a dark room with a lone white swinging light bulb, which is how he greeted us when we started this conversation. I swear, it doesn't look that creepy in person. <laughs> Famous last one. Like a cute little futon nook. Um. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Degrassi Pod. You can email us whatever it takes podcast at gmail.com. We're all over the place. Rate, review, subscribe. You can find me Instagram and Twitter at Hollandacular. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelsex with a Z at the end. And I'm just gonna recommend Probably find me some other places. Right. You watch this. Because Just it's fucking bananas. Watch this. Watch watch both endings. Yes. <laughs> My recommendation is to watch both endings. Watch both endings. The fan edit we watched is by a YouTube user called The Movie Croc. T-H-E-M-O-V-I-E-C-R-O-C. Just watch part two of two. Part two of two. It's I starting at like minute right seven. Now. It's a ball. <laughs> it is honestly a goddamn delight and I regret none of this. <laughs> 
Um, thank you, Sean, for being for letting us know about this in the first place, for being on the show, for letting us know about the alternate ending, the fan edit, the ska cover, all of it. Oh, Oh, I can't fucking breathe. (laughs) Happy Halloween, guys. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Um, bye. Panthers. <laughs> Thanks, Jay, for the theme song. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers. <laughs>